For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney. Once again this legislative session, conservative members of the General Assembly are attempting to restrict abortion in the state. A bill that would ban almost all abortions is being fast-tracked in the state Senate. In past years, abortion bills have been derailed in the upper chamber. But this session, with a new, stronger Republican majority, supporters hope to finally be able to pass the bill and send it to the House where it has passed before. This week, the Senate's Medical Affairs Committee narrowly approved Senate Bill No. 1, known as the Fetal Heartbeat Bill. It would make an abortion illegal if an ultrasound detects a heartbeat which can be heard as early as six to eight weeks into a woman's pregnancy. At a public hearing on the bill last week, the perennial arguments for and against abortion were made. Proponents like Pastor Mitch Prosser of Clover cited the sanctity of all life for their support. I speak as a member of groundswell of thousands of Christians here in South Carolina in support of S1, the heartbeat bill. I, along with so many others, believe that life is precious, it is sacred, and it should be valued. Opponents counter a woman should have the right to choose whether or not to have an abortion, and that in certain situations, pertinent medical aspects for the mother should be considered. Dr. Dawn Bingham is vice chair of the state section of the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. Laws restricting abortion are not based in medical evidence, but rather on political rhetoric. By supporting or enacting legislation that forces women to carry a pregnancy, this legislation actively denies a woman's future in exchange for one that is scripted for her by the state. Currently, the only exception in the bill would apply to a medical emergency that could put a woman's health in danger. This week, the Senate committee voted against including an exception for rape or incest. Supporters have been frustrated in recent years with not being able to get an abortion bill through the Senate. Despite solid Republican control, a handful of Republicans in past years have joined with most Democrats to deny passage. This year, with the chamber now made up of 30 Republicans and just 16 Democrats, the heartbeat bill could be headed for passage. Senate Republican leader Shane Massey has yet to publicly say if he thinks the votes are there for passage. Some Republicans actually voted against the bill in committee this week, citing the lack of the rape or incest exception. Democratic leader Brad Hutto of Orangeburg says there are more pressing issues the Senate should be considering and he calls the GOP effort futile, citing how similar laws in other states have been deemed unconstitutional. It's regrettable that we're in the middle of a pandemic with issues that are relating people being out of work, children not in school, that this is what the majority thinks is the most important and pressing issue for the people of South Carolina. Uh, but we'll, we'll deal with it as we will. We'll, those of us who oppose it will oppose it vigorously. Backers of the heartbeat bill are encouraged they have the support of Republican Governor Henry McMaster. Here's McMaster in his State of the State speech last week. And let this be the year that we further protect the sanctity of life with the heartbeat bill. It's time to vote. Send me the heartbeat bill and I will immediately sign it into law. If the heartbeat bill becomes law, it would almost certainly face legal challenges. That's okay with some backers of the bill who are hopeful a more conservative U.S. Supreme Court could possibly use a new state law, such as the heartbeat bill, as a vehicle to overturn the court's Roe v. Wade decision, which allows a woman's right to an abortion. For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney.